With Hashem's assistance, we are learning Kedushin, Daf Samech Tes, page 69. We begin at the Mishnah, Rabbi Tarfin Amir. Rabbi Tarfin says, Yecholin mamzerin litaher. A bastard can purify himself so that his children will not be bastards. Ketzat, how does he do this? Mamzer shenosa shivcha. If you have a mamzer who marries or has relations with a maidservant, Havlad Eved. The child is going to be just like the maidservant. She, the child is going to be an avid, a slave. Shecharei, when the master now goes and frees this child slave, nimza haben ben chayrin. So the child goes out free, and he no longer has a status of a mamzer, even though his father was a mamzer. Rabbi Lezer, Aimer, Rabbi Lezer says, Hareza Evan Mamzer. Rabbi Lezer holds, no, this child is actually a slave who is a status of a mamzer, and when he gets freed, he remains a mamzer. Gemara will begin the Gemara. I'll ask you a question. Rabbi Tarfan lechatchila kamar diyeve kamar. When Rabbi Tarfan says that you can do this, does he mean to say that if you did it, it works, or means to say that you can even lechatchila, even from the onset, do this? Toshimah, let's bring a proof. I'm related to Rabbi Tarfan. They said to Rabbi Tarfan, Tiharta et hazecharim. Tiharta et hazanekevois. You have purified the males, but you have not purified the females. Explains Rashi, because a male can go to a place where they don't recognize him and claim to be an avid and then end up marrying this maidservant. However, a female mamzer, so she doesn't have that ability. It's not the way of a woman, says Rashi, to leave her place and to do all kinds of tricks in order to get married in, in private. The woman is not going to be able to do this. So what can we deduce from there? So the Gemara says, If we want to say that this is something that you can do, even lechatchila, you don't have to do any tricks. Mamzeres namitinsiv laavda. Let a mamzeres also go and marry a slave. So the Gemara answers, Evid ain't lechayis. No, the reason that we're not talking about a woman doing it, it won't help a woman anyway. Because if a woman marries an Eved, a slave, so all that's going to happen is the child is still going to go after her. Because since the slave is like a non-Jew, he doesn't have any yichus, he doesn't have any lineage, it's not going to be considered that it's his child. Therefore, it's going to be considered her child. She's a mamzeres, the child will remain a mamzeres. So therefore, it will not accomplish anything. Tashima. Let's bring a proof whether or not it's done. It can be done lachatchila. Rabbi Simlai had a certain guest who was a bastard. The Omar lay, and he said to him, If I had been able to proceed to precede, I'm sorry, your marriage, if I would have known, Tartinu Lebincha would have been able to make your child so that he wouldn't be a mamzer as well. So now, how could he have done it? He would have done it based on what Rabbi Tarfin said. If we say that Rabbi Tarfin's idea is something that can be done even even before the fact, very good. But if he's saying that if it was done, then it works, but you shouldn't really do that, what's he going to give him? So that he's going to give him, what kind of advice is he going to give him? To do something which is against the Torah, to marry a woman who he's not allowed to marry? Can't be. So as the Gemara said, he's going to give him the advice, so Amar Lein says to him, Zil Go steal, resell yourself as a Jewish slave. So in this way, you'll be able to, not only are you going to be able to, you'll be allowed to marry a maidservant and thus have a child who's going to be kosher when he be, is freed. So the Gemara says, wait, in the years of Rabbi was there a concept of selling oneself as a slave? The only time that we have a concept of Ebed Ivri is only when there's a concept of the Jubilee year. Only if there's a Jubilee year from the, to be able to go out free do we have a concept of a Jewish slave. So that can't be the case. 
what was his advice going to be? So it's clear that when Rabbi Tarfin says this, he's saying something that can be done even before the fact. It's not just saying that if it was done, it works. So if someone needs to, if someone's a mamzer and he wants to go uh, have relations or have a child from a shivcha, from a maidservant, a non-Jewish maidservant, so the child's going to be kosher. Meaning he's not going to have any mamzerus, he's not going to be a bastard when he is freed. Rabbi Lezer, Amir Rabbi Lezer says, Hareze Eved Mamzer. The Shita Rabbi Lezer is that, no, the child is going to be considered also an Eved and a bastard, so even if he's freed, he remains a Mamzer. Amr Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Lezer says, My time made Rabbi Eliezer. What's the reasoning? What's the understanding of Rabbi Eliezer? The Amr the verse says, Loi. And Rashi says the word, the whole verse is, Loi, Yovoi, Loi, Dor Achrov. The generations after will not come into the Jewish people. So when it says Loi, when it says, They shall not come for him, it's implying, Heilech Achar Psuloi. The Psul that we're going after is his psul, is after the father's problem. So even though he tried to marry a maidservant to get rid of the problem, you can't get rid of the problem. Any child that he has is going to remain a mamzer, a bastard. And the rabbis say, That is talking about a regular Jew who married a woman who is a mamzer. Because we would have thought to say, if the verse says, you go after the father. Meaning when we're talking about yichus, when we talk about lineage, you go after the father. So since the father is a regular Jewish person, so maybe the child is not considered a mamzer. So, so the word loy comes and tells you, no, you always go after mamzeris whenever there is a bastard. So the parent, the child, is affected by the parent, and therefore the child is going to be a bastard. You don't go after the father. So don't we find that when, even though the verse says you should normally go after the father's lineage, nevertheless the word loy comes and tells you that you go after the mamzerus. So so over here, even though the verse says that the child will go after the mother in regards to a maid servant, so the word loy comes to tell you that no, we always regard, we always take into account the fact that there's a parent who's a mamzer, and therefore the child will also be considered a mamzer. What do the rabbis do with this? Why don't they say the same thing? Because they hold that whenever you have a, a child growing, a fetus growing inside of, the, of a maidservant, so that child is just like it's growing inside of an animal. And therefore, they can't be connected in any way, shape, or form to the father. It's so just like an animal, the, the child, the baby is not connected to the father, so too, there's no yachas, there's no relationship, there's no lineage to the father, and therefore, we can't say that mamzeres will take effect at all. And therefore, it's completely the mother's, the child is going to be considered a servant, when he's freed, he'll be completely clean. He'll be a full-fledged Jew. Hajjan Allah Ha'aymer, we'll return to you. We will chazer. We will review this chapter Ha'aymer. B'li neder be'ezus Hashem with God's help. Now we begin Asar Yuchsin. Asar Yuchsin, Alami Bavel, ten different lineages came up from Babylonia. Kahani, Levi, Israeli, Chalali, Geri, V'charuri. Ma'amzeri, Nesini, Shetuki, Vasufi. So we have Kohanim, Levites, Regular Jews, and then we have uh, Kohens who lost their Kohen status, and we had converts, and we had freed slaves, we had Mamzer bastards, Nesinim. Nesinim are a certain type of people. They were Givonim who converted to Judaism as soon as the Jews came into Israel. But later on, King David, David HaMelech, made a Gzera decree against them that they're not considered proper Jews. And the last two categories we have are Shtuki and Asufi, which the mission is going to explain soon. Kahani Levi Yisraeli Mutaran Priests and Levites and regular Jews are allowed to marry into each other. Levi Yisraeli Chaladi Geiri Vecharuri Mutaran Levites and Israelites and Kohen's uh, Alotir Holiness and converts and freed slaves are all, all allowed to marry each other. Geri Vecharuri Mamzeri Unesini Shtuki Vasufi Kulom Mutaran Also, all converts and released slaves 
and Mamzerim bastards, and these Nasinim and the people who are Shtuki and Asufi, we'll see what those are soon, they're all permitted to marry each other as well. But Eluheim Shtuki, what's called the Shtuki, the word Shtuki literally means quieted. Koshumakers if anyone who recognizes and knows his mother but doesn't know his father Rashi explains why they call the quieted one because whenever the child is going to say Abba, whenever he calls out this is my father the mother says shh, shh, shh be quiet Asufi, what's an Asufi? which means to gather this is a child that was brought in from the market we don't know who the father and mother are Abishal will call and refer to a shtuki as a baduki, and the Gemara will explain exactly what a baduki is, what's the different reference to the same type of idea. The Gemara begins, Aser Yuchsin Alumi Bavil. Ten different lineages came up from Babylonia. My area, the Tani Alumi Bavil. Why does it say that they came up from Babylonia? Nisni, Hochulet Yisrael. It's a twofold question. Why does it say they came up? Why does it say they went from Babylonia? Why, does it, why didn't it just say they went to Israel? So the Gemara answers, Musag of Urche Kamash Malan. This is teaching you something, by the way. Kidetani, like Melinda Nebrice, the verse says, You shall get up and you shall come up to the place that God shall choose. This teaches us that the base of the temple is higher than every other place in Israel. And the land of Israel is higher than all of the other lands. And from what I have understood from the different Mephorshim, so this means that spiritually it's on a higher level. We understand that the temple is higher than all of Israel. That's why it says in a verse, we turn to Samach Tesem base page 69b. The verse says, if you have any kind of problems in your gates, then you shall get up and you shall come up to Jerusalem. How do we know that the land of Israel is actually higher than all of the lands? Because the verse says, Therefore, days are coming, says the word of Hashem. They will no longer swear by the God who brought the Jewish people out of the land of Egypt. Rather, they will say, they will swear with the God who brought the Jewish people from all of the different lands, from the northern lands and from all the different lands where they were sent to. Thus we see that the land of Israel is in fact, in a certain sense, in a spiritual sense, higher than all the other lands in Israel. Now the Gemara asks, My area, the Tani, Alumi Babel, why does it say that they went up from Babel? Nisnu, Israel, they went up to the land of Israel. And we could have brought the same concept. So Gemara answers, Messiah Leader of Elazar. This is actually a proof to that which Rabbi Lazar says. The Amr of Elazar, Rabbi Lazar says, That Ezra didn't leave Babylonia and come up to Israel until he cleaned out all of the psulim and separated out all of the different problematic lineage type people. And then he came up to Israel. So that's why it says, that they came up from Babylonia, because it's teaching you that he took out from Babylonia, he separated out all the good stuff, and he left behind all the bad stuff. Itmar, we learned in a statement of the Amoraim. Abaye Omar, Abaye says, Alu me'elehem, they actually came up on their own, Tanan, that's what it means in the Mishnah. Rav Amar, he'elum, Tanan. Rav says, no, when in the Mishnah, when it says that they came up, it means that they were brought up. And it seems like these two are arguing about the statement of Rabbi Lazar, the Rabbi Lazar. That Ezra did not leave Babylonia until he made it into a very fine and clean flower. And then he came up. Abai does not hold of that. He holds that they came up on their own, and therefore he doesn't hold of Rabbi Lazar. Rava is like the Rabbi Lazar. Rava holds like Rabbi Lazar that they were brought up because they were cleaned up 
by Ezra. Iba is another explanation. The Kuli Ama Islahu the Rabbilaz. We could say that everyone agrees to Rabbilaz that indeed he cleaned them up. The argument is as follows. So Abaye holds that in fact Ezra separated out the good stuff from the bad stuff and then on their own Ezra didn't bring them but rather they came on their own. Umar said the other one holds meaning Rava holds that he separated them out and he brought them against their will. According to the one who says that they came up, that's, that explains that which Rav Yehuda said in the name of Shmuel, all the other lands besides for Israel, so they are not as great when it comes to lineage. If you want to know if you're getting a good person, a person who has proper lineage, so you're not going to find that as much outside of Israel as you'll find that in Israel. However, the land of Israel is not as great as Babylonia. So now according to the one who says that they came up on their own, so then we we understand that this makes a lot of sense. According to the one who says that in fact Ezra was the one who actually brought them up, so they knew exactly who was who. So why are we saying that the land of Israel is not considered so good in regards to lineage if we know who's who? The more answers, granted that they knew in that generation, but afterwards the information was lost. So the Gemara says, it's good according to the one who says that they went up, meaning they went up on their own. That's why the verse says, and I gathered them to this coming river, Elehu, the river of Ehu, and we encamped there for three days. And I looked into the to the nation who was with me, and the Kohen, the Kohens, the priests, and from the children of Levi, I didn't find anyone. So that implies that they had to come up on their own. That's how they were Levi's later on. According to one who says that he actually brought them up, so they had checked, they had found, they, they should know exactly who's who. How come we couldn't find an Elevium? So the Gemara answers, Nihid is our Bipsulim. We understand they were careful about people who were problematic. But in regards to people who were kosher, were, were not problematic, so they weren't as careful to find out who's who. So we said in the Mishnah that the first three of the ten are the Kohanim, Levim, Yisraelim. How do we know that they went? Because the verse says, That when they came back to the land of Israel, so they dwelled in the land, the Kohanim, the priests, the Levites, and from the from the nation, from the Jewish people who were singing, and from those who opened the gates, and from the Nesinim in their cities, and all of the Jewish people in their cities. So we see those three at least are in there, as well as others. So we said that also who came up were the Chalalim, those who lost their priesthood because their father had married someone who was inappropriate, or the converts and the freed slaves. How do we know these these uh, people who had lost their holiness? The time we learned in the Bryce, Rabbi Yossi says, Great is the concept of Chazaka, of the previous status that a person has, that it helps you for later on. Shemar, as the verse says, from the children of the Kohanim, so they had B'nei Chavia, the children of Koitz, the children of Barzillai, they were taken from the daughters of Barzillai, from Gilad, Isha, wife, Vayikral Shemam, and it was called on their name, Eila Bikshu Kisava Mesiach Salanimsu. They were trying to find the letters that had in them their lineage, and they weren't able to find the Vayigoylum in Akahuna, and they were rejected from being Kohana. Vayimer Srashta, Lahem Srashta said to them, Asher Layoichlum Yikodesh Akadashan, that they cannot eat from the holy stuff. Until the Kohen returns uh, to the Urim Vetumim, meaning until Mashiach comes and there's again an Urim Vetumim. And he said to them that you are 
are still within the, the concept of what you had before, what were you eating previously? So you used to eat from the Kachiagvul, Afkanami Kachiagvul. So here too you can also eat from Kachiagvul. Kachiagvul is referring to Truma, to different types of tithes that were given to the Kohanim. We're going to see soon that we're talking about tithes that were Dirabonan, that were enacted by the rabbis. Now the Gemara asks, According to one who says that if someone's eating truma, so then we can assume that he has good lineage, So these guys are eating truma, so we're going to have a problem because we're going to end up thinking that they're actually perfect lineage, even though they're people that we don't know their lineage. Over there it's different because they have a weak chazaka. The previous status is not so strong explains Rashi, because all the other Kohanim are eating from the Kodesh HaKadoshim, they're eating from the Holy of Holies, they're eating stuff from the base of English, and these guys are not. So it's clear that these guys are not as good as far as their lineage. So what do we mean, how great is the previous status? to make Because originally they were only able to eat Truma Rabbanan, rabbinic, rabbinically enacted tithes. And when they got back into Israel, so now the tithes all of a sudden are from the Torah, and unless they're still able to eat it. Another possible explanation could be that even in fact when they came back to Israel they still only ate from rabbinic tithes and not from the tithes that were from the Torah and when do we say that if someone's eating truma so then you can assume that they have good yichos they have good lineage that's only if they're eating truma de oraisa the Torah the truma from the Torah the tithes from the Torah but since these people were eating from the rabbi stuff so we're not worried and we're not going to make them we're not going to assume that they're going to that people are going to think they have good lineage just because they're eating the rabbinic truma, the rabbinic tithes. So the Gemara says, So then what is the understanding? What's so great about the chazaka? They're, they're not getting anything more than they had before. The Gemara says, no. Originally, so, so there was no problem that if we allow him to eat from the rabbinic tithes, so he might end up eating from the Torah tithes. Even though now, so you have both, meaning you have have rabbinic tithes, and where we could be afraid that they might end up eating the tithes from the Torah, which is which is problematic. But there are Nevertheless, we don't make such a decree. We allow them to continue to eat their rabbinic tithes. So their chazaka helps them for that. We don't assume that they're going to actually end up eating anything from the Torah. So now the Gemara says, but is it true that they only ate rabbinic stuff, but they didn't eat any stuff from the Torah? Vaksida versus Vayimers Rashi Lehem. Rashi said to them, "Asher loyechlu mikodesh hakadoshim." They can't eat from the Holy of Holies. Because hakadoshim who the loyechel, only the Holy of Holies can they not eat from hakalmidi nechel. But everything else, meaning trumo, even trumo, which is the oraisa, they can. Only the stuff with it, which is actually a portion in a sacrifice, they can't eat. The Gemara says, "No hachika amar." This is what it means. Loyimidi the mikri kodesh, loyimidi the mikri kodeshim. They can't eat anything that's called holy, and they can't eat anything. That's called holy by calling it kadshim. Let me the mikra kaidish. They can't eat anything that's called kaidish. The chesiv, because the verse says, and any stranger shall not be able to eat kodesh. What's that referring to? It's referring to truma, that they can't eat truma. So this person, this person who doesn't have proper yichus, he wasn't able to eat truma the oraisa from the Torah. It also couldn't eat anything that was called kadshim. What's that? The verse says, the daughter of a kohen, if, if she shall be to a strange man, he be truma so she's not allowed to eat from the Truma's Hakadshim. So what's that talking about? This is not talking about Truma as we know the tithe, but rather it's talking about that which is separated off. Truma means to separate off. The, that which is separated off from the holy things. It's talking about the Chazei Vishoik, the chest and the thigh of the sacrifice of the animal, that over here as well is called Kadshim, and they're not going to be able to eat them. So they can't eat both from Kadshim and from Kodesh. They can't even eat Truma de Oraisa.